Welcome to the podcast, The Innate Secrets. So what I want to look at, uh, in fact, the theme of, of this month is nurture. Now, if you recall, last month we talked about attraction and attraction being um, attractive to uh, those around us, attractive to uh, clients, attractive to customers, uh, attractive to mates, attractive to um, other people and uh, the ways in which we can do that. So, so that brings people to us, that, that brings people into our world. And then we have the opportunity to, um, to provide nurture to people because nurture is the, um, the way in which we can allow people to, to grow and develop and still stay in our presence. Otherwise, we can attract people in and then people leave again. So, so this is about nurture um, in, in many, many forms. And I want to keep it um, quite succinct, but we'll go through the, the next month, uh, touching on one a week, one aspect of this a week. And the first chapter of this is going to be on cultivation. So let's, let's uh, look a little bit into nurture and then we'll, and we'll develop that in the context of cultivation. This is a place where those who suspect they're innately wise, brilliant and powerful come to learn how to transform their lives. One cognition, one realization and one blinding flash of the obvious at a time. We are the innovators, the record breakers, the world makers and creators of all kinds. We supersede the suppressive worldview of mass ignorance and awaken the strength within. We are waking up to our innate secrets. My name is Dr. Mark Postles and welcome to the Innate Secrets Podcast. So there's a, um, an ongoing debate. In fact, it's probably not a debate anymore. It's, uh, it's pretty well, well sorted that you know, there's two aspects to uh, human beings. One being the effects of nature, the, the genetic determinism, you know, the fact that the genes carry... Um, all the the information needed for our expression and the genes will play out as they play out and uh, we're subject to those genes and we don't uh, really have any say in it and therefore the genes determine who we are. So that's that's an older viewpoint and it's known as genetic determinism. That's where the, the gene plays out and you get sick or the gene plays out and you have a certain temperament or the gene plays out and you die early or late or whatever it is um, and that's half of the story in fact it's not even half of the story it's a very small part of the story in fact that and uh, the other part of it is nurture the other part of it is um, how is our environment impinging how is our environment supporting how's our environment affecting the way that the gene plays out and so uh, that's known as epigenetics so epigenetics are uh, the epi being around the gene so those things that are around the gene uh, are determinants of that gene playing out it's like uh, you know you, you could have a, a, a song on your phone and it lays there you don't hear it it doesn't doesn't yell at you it doesn't start playing by itself it'll wait till uh, the environment stimulates it and then it plays. And the environment obviously is you deciding you want to play that song. So that that's the nature of 
um, our ourself. You know, we're not we're not necessarily predetermined to to do certain things. We have this determination within us, but uh, it gets played out by our decision, our actions, and our environment. So, nurture them is an important part, um, and it allows for the shaping of uh, us as an individual. You know, from a from a child on up through. Uh, nurture allows for groups to function in certain ways. Nurture allows for uh, civilizations to, to function in certain ways. So it's, it, it has quite profound effects and quite profound relationships on it. So, so with with nurture, nurture nurture by definition is caring and encouragement and support, and it's given to someone or something while they're growing. I mean, it's. It's ongoing, I would suggest, and as long as we're getting nurture, we are growing. Um, you know, there's plenty of cases where people haven't had nurture and they've uh, regressed. So that that's a, a sort of a given that as long as we're we're getting nurture, we we do grow and we become more of who we're capable of becoming. So there's a there's a comfort that's that comes with nurture. And there's a there's a security that comes with nurture, and so that's why nurture is such a critical thing. Uh, it's 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 important to feel loved. It's important to feel connected with. It's important to have um, someone or something um, playing out to allow us to be more of who we are. Now, <clears throat> nurture nurture can come in in many forms, not just in a caring, loving touch. Uh, nurture is the way in which we have things structured and structure affects function so the structure of a house uh, could be set at one level to be nurture you know the the way the house is laid out the the ergonomics of the house uh, the the energy flow of the house um, either is supportive or not as supportive of human beings and maybe um, animals and plants and so forth and so it can create nurture or uh, maybe not as much nurture. So uh, an organization of any system gives nurture. And so you know, we'll, we'll have a look at that in, in the context of its uh, um, more of an operative thing. So how do we, how do we create nurture? And I want to go to that in just, just a second. So, so nurture then uh, has huge ramifications on human beings from our growth and development, the growth of our children, um, the way that they, they grow up is is, is responsible uh, or is, is affected by nurture uh, to a huge degree. You know that you can have three kids, the same uh, genetic background, and yet their perception of their nurture and the various incidents of, of nurture or lack of nurture throughout their lifetime form who they are. The, the sense they make of the world based on whether they felt nurtured or not uh, has huge ramifications. So, you know, there's a, um, a massive part to, um, for nurture to play and for us to be aware of nurture so that we're um, always in a, in, in mindful of the effect that we're having on a person by um, the environment that we create for them. So, in this context, then, and in this particular discussion, I wanted to uh, bring it down this week to talk about uh, cultivation. So this is a, an element, a fundamental element of nurture. 
and cultivation is is a um, a way of developing. It's it's a way of bringing about um, the the best in something. We want to cultivate something and um, bring it out of that person. And um, this is about seeing the best in people from the beginning. So having a vision of this amazing individual inside um, maybe a, a not as um, perfect body or, or, or mind at this point in time. And so working with people as if they are, which is true, um, magicians, incredible, um, intelligent, generous, gorgeous people on the inside. And our job is to tend to the, to the weeds, so to speak, the things that detract from that and uh, cultivate that person or cultivate that, that group of people, be it, say, a team or in a relationship or a family um, or at a much bigger level in terms of communities and nations, is to cultivate um, the structure of that so that then we can have a, um, a, a system that is truly nurturing. Okay, so, so when people problems show up, when criminality shows, when um, a lack of um, um, organisation within within people's brains and within their minds and emotions shows up, there it very rarely is a people problem. Um, Deming, who went to Japan after the Second World War to help in the reconstruction, um, was a real systems guy, and he. He made the statement that 80% of people problems are actually systems problems. Now, why, why would he say that? I mean, you know, a person um, does something that, that doesn't go with the flow or breaks the rules. Um, how could that be a, a people problem, uh, a systems problem, sorry? And so, you know, that, that's a, you know, it's a really good question. But if you start to look at the way people work, uh, they like to have a step-by-step -step process to follow. And if you've got some parameters there, and if you've got uh, boundaries, and, and I've seen this with our, with our children over the years, you know, if they will keep pushing for, for boundaries, and if they don't get them, they keep pushing. Uh, and when they do get them, then they feel somewhat satisfied until the time comes to push the boundaries again. So... I think people people work better when they when they know where they are, when they know uh, which way is up, when they know who's who's in control of what, and when they have their responsibilities and and they're accountable, and that's all uh, nurture. That is that is the uh, nurturing effect of of a cultivation of a uh, an infrastructure. So people work really well with that because it becomes predictable. So cultivating an environment, um, be it in your own, your own life, you know, with, the, with the things on your office desk and the, uh, the things you do during the, the day and the, um, the business you may run or the home that you may run, um, having, having the environment set uh, to give some sort of predictability. Sure, it's important to allow for spontaneity, but in fact, I think what, what happens, and we've noticed this in, in our office environment and the practice, that the more structured and the more organized things are and the more accountable people are um, under the surface, the more we can be 
um, spontaneous and flippy uh, above the surface, you know, so that we can have fun and things can look like a totally disorganized show, except that underneath everything has been done right. You know, and so that, that allows um, people to express themselves at a much higher level. So having, having an environment that, that uh, has a structure in terms of systems and process is, is um, a, a, a nurturing environment. It allows people to feel safe when they come into that environment. You know, they know what they've got to do, where they go. Uh, there's people there um, who have the uh, process down so that then they're free to be spontaneous on the surface and free to connect and free to have a laugh and, and, uh, and they're, they're running the system in an unconsciously competent way so they, they, they do have the attention units to, to spend with those who are the guests or those who are the clients and, and so forth. So, so the cultivation of this is, is a process of um, firstly having, having an idea of what you want, what your primary business is. And this is in any relationship, in any home, it's like, what do we stand for? What are our, what are our rules? What are our, um, the things that we uh, have as non-negotiables within within our within our world, and so we follow those, and that's our culture, it's our identity, and it's the way in which we do our do our life in our particular um, family or tribe or um, um, group, and so that's set up, and so the the adherence to that then becomes a part, a recognition of being part of that culture, and a person who breaks that, uh, who defies it then is a person who's more likely to be put onto the outside of that culture. So you know, they won't be included in it. So <clears throat> whether it's right or wrong doesn't really matter. It's relative to the culture itself. So you have different uh, religions and organizations and political variations that, that have very, very different viewpoints and a different environment, different systems and different process um, within that, but that's part of the bonding, you know. So, so ritual becomes uh, an important part of uh, creating nurture, you know. And we cultivate that. We we cultivate uh, people to work within that, uh, and then they can be part of it. If they choose not to work within it, then they're outside of it. So there's a there's always a choice there for people uh, within any group, and. And as I say, without without judgment, without uh, um, you know saying that's right or wrong, because who's who is one person to say that another culture is is, is wrong? We, we cannot say that. We we must recognise that there's a culture there, and um, it's cultivated, it's determined, it's 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 very consciously driven. Uh, and is that for you? Is that for us? Is that for me? Is that for? Uh, the way that we want to bring our kids up or, or have our company function or have our um, sports team work, you know. So, so the, the point of this is that you have the ability to cultivate your, um, your nurturing environment and think about it. Think about the fact that the systems drive people. People don't, uh, you know, people will work in the system, they work on a system that 80% of people problems are systems problems. 
And that then uh, allows us to uh, have a, a structure where we lower the pressure and noise. You know, when there's a system in place, there's le- we're not having to make it up as we go. We don't have all the uh, stuff going on in our heads and we know what we're going to do next. And so that then lowers that internal dialogue. It lowers the pressure and noise that takes place um, in a chaotic system, in a system that's not, uh, that's not producing nurture. And so uh, there's exa- it's a good example of this actually with, with a, a, and this was done quite a period of time ago, but we, I mean, we see effects of this in, in our day-to-day activities. And that was what's called the Hawthorne effect. And that's where they showed that just by changing the lighting in a building, productivity went up. So they changed the lighting to more optimum, obviously, and our productivity went up. There have been studies since then to, you know, to, to verify that, and they've found a productive area, and then they've uh, changed the lighting around, just dimmed it or put lights in different places, and productivity has gone down. So you know, there's, there's a relationship there to an environmental factor, and I think we see this in, in um, countries that experience long winters. You know, there's a seasonal affective disorder, um, which you know kicks in in the Northern Hemisphere about March, and people don't go to Portugal or Spain, they tend to go a bit stir-crazy and you know, get grumpy and, and so forth. So you know, there's, a, there's a, a relationship there to the environment affecting who, who it is that we are, how it is that we express. So the, the take-home message from this, uh, and this will, this will be the challenge to you, is to uh, look at the environment that you want to cultivate. Look at the, the way you want to nurture your people, the way you want to nurture yourself and create an environment which includes you know, the, the timings, the, um, the, uh, you know, the layout of the place, and I'm thinking physical environment here at the moment. Um, if it's a if it's a relationship environment, you know the respect for each other, the uh, the times when you spend uh, agreed time uh, together and apart, and um, you know the, the the times when certain things get handled or certain things get done, and so you know that's it might seem a bit sort of anal, but it's it's so powerful in bringing about uh, cohesion. Uh, mutual trust and rapport at a, at a very, very, very strong level. So uh, people open up when uh, they feel nurtured and in their, in their language, and that, that may be a, you know, very, very different to yours, and that you can cultivate that. And so, you know, look at whereabouts maybe you've been dropping the ball in terms of cultivating uh, a nurturing environment, maybe at, at home, maybe at, uh, at, at the office, the practice, or um, in the business, or in the sports team, uh, where people aren't being um, maybe acknowledged, aren't being sorted, uh, they're having to think their way through stuff every time instead of uh, following the system. Think about the ways in which you can enhance that and apply that uh, over this next week. And notice how much more nurtured uh, those around you feel and you feel too because you've, you've done a nurturing act and that effect is affects, uh, affects your physiology. So this week's about cultivation. Uh, cultivate a nurturing environment and uh, we'll see uh, how that pans out in a very short period of time uh, that you notice 
perceivable changes around you in terms of uh, yourself and others and your ability to be more productive and be uh, more content and this you know you may just decide okay i'm going to clean my garage out i'm going to clean my desk off i'm going to um you know change the lighting around or maybe put some music on so you know, very very simple things but watch what happens when you do that so have fun with it and uh, i'll catch up with you on the next podcast so my apostles be brilliant let us show you how to fire your brain in ways that serve you so that you can be confident, connected, and bring joy and passion into what you do every day. Get a free copy of my book, The Innate Model. Go to theinnatemodel.com forward slash free book.